Hey, people, what is up? Welcome to the Winging It Podcast. Jack, how you doing, man? I'm good, man. How about yourself? I am doing well. So um, if you're looking at the title tonight, um, we're going to be talking, uh, giving some pointers on uh, PC building and things of that nature and whether you want to build it all yourself or start with a, you know, moderate to... Well, I'm going to say moderate gaming rig. Right. I'm going to hold off on that as much as possible because uh trying to wait for Shadow Fox to get in because he wanted to be a part of this. So I'm trying to give him a few minutes to get in. So what we're going to do is talk a little bit about some uh, just some stuff we're playing this week. You know, something, you know, a little to uh, let the time go by. And we got to give our uh, our Activision watch as the uh, CEO um, stepped down. He got fired, and <laughs> uh, it still didn't help. No. I just I thought that I, I, I'm like, bro. First on deck at that point. It, it's yeah. just like you can take the head and make them quit or step down to where I'm pretty sure whatever bonuses, whatever you know, yeah, he'll keep all that. He's gonna keep yeah. all that. But when it comes down to how it then the cancer itself spread out through the entire division, like you're, you're gonna have to clean the rest of the house. Yeah, I, I don't uh, like, bro. Like when when I read that he stepped down, like yeah, y'all fired him. Yeah. Uh, it, his thing, people. When they step down, <laughs> they they got fired. They just not telling you they got fired because right. they they made a deal. Like, right, dude, you need to leave. You get to keep your perks and everything, but you need to go. You can't stay here. You ain't got to go home, but you can't stay here. Right. So that there's that. But the problem with them is um, it wasn't just him being incompetent. It was him letting them, letting them folks do whatever they wanted to do. Right. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, when your HR department is that bad, <laughs> very telling. Oh, very. It's not an HR department. Boy, yeah. Is, it, they, they free float with everybody else. Yeah, that 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 is very telling on the whole, you know. Uh, yeah, dude, we this this is the best place to work. Uh, no, it ain't. Right. <laughs> uh, no, 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 it ain't. No, it is not. So, yeah, <laughs> th- that whole situation had me. I, I'm not laughing at the victims. I'm laughing at the situation because of the simple fact that they should have cleaned house years ago. Yeah. Seeing how bad it is, how do you not, after all the stuff that's happened in the last decade, you let this go this far? Right. Yeah. That's either you not checking on your business or what? Because, I mean, honestly, I understand working for a big corporation that sometimes things don't get up high enough because they delegate. You know, Mm -hmm. you allow them to try to handle the small problems and if things become big then they're supposed to come up to you but in due time people start making friends and start trying to save save face and so they're like okay well we're not going to allow it to get that far up so let's just put a little band-aid on it let's put some padding on it and let's you know try to make sure that it doesn't get out but apparently the the, the bottle busted on this one uh to yeah. where i'm pretty sure i'm pretty sure he was just as shocked like what the hell? Like, like, are you serious? Well, the 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 
and I can see that being the case because I've never seen it this bad where HR was this bad. Right. Yeah. Usually HR ain't that. Usually HR ain't that bad. Like that's how you're able to, you know, make the appropriate you're gone before this gets way out of hand situation. Exactly. But the way they were acting, they were acting like they just didn't care. Right. That's a whole nother level of BS. When you acting like you just don't care, like I don't give a fuck. <laughs> it's, like, it's like they had an office situation to where they finally decided to read that suggestion box. Yeah. It was like all this stuff from years ago. <laughs> yeah. About and it just never came up. Yeah, I, I'm like, wow, bro. Um, mm. I don't know. This is a tough one, but I, like we said before, I mean, this better allow every other business. You might want to just, just do a quality check. Just do yeah. a quality check, even though you're not, you may go down and visit the office and talk to the people maybe once a month, if that. Some might even do once a quarter. Go down, Check on your business that you're supposed to be running mm-hmm. and, and see how things are actually going and talk to everybody individually. That way, you know, you don't have any hiccups, you don't have any gaps or anything that's going to cause any issues. Yeah, um, that's the best thing. To, to, <laughs> I know you need to have that talk up front now. Oh, yeah. Because I, I would have thought EA, uh, EA I mean, uh, Activision would have... Um, Learned from Ubisoft's situation where they had to straight up get rid of Yves came in and dropped the hammer. Yeah. <laughs> that stuff got out, and that wasn't that wasn't nowhere near as bad as that. What Activision right just went through, and they cleaned house quick. That's that's what you do. You nip it yeah. early before it gets too bad. Mm-hmm. Now they got this. This is spiraling all the way out of control to where games are not being made, mm-hmm. things were not being heard, people feel harassed, you know, abused. So now. Let's say, hypothetically speaking, they clean enough people out of there. Where what's going to be the morale booster outside of okay, they're out of here, but it still happens, and then now yeah. we have to go and hire on the back end to complete these projects. Otherwise, we're going to get into the current situation. And you're going to have to you got to convince people to come work for you. It, there you go. Yeah, like it's not something that's going to be appealing because especially with this being so fresh. Mm-hmm. It's gonna take one person to just say, you know what? I'm just so down on my luck right now. I'll take it. Yeah, <laughs> like, like you got to yeah. get the C tier, bottom tier people, or or you get that one person that that loves a challenge to the point yeah. where they're like, yeah. yes, I can, I can turn this around. Like, okay, <laughs> all right, all right, Clark, all right, Clark Kent. Um, <laughs> yeah. the work gonna be cut out for you, buddy. So it I. Can be done. It can be done, but it's gonna take it's gonna take a while, and like that trust level is like pretty much shot. And the sad thing about it is, the the people that love their cod, they're not gonna care. They just gonna want it to come. But this might be this might be the blessing in disguise they need because we've been saying for years they need to stop annualizing that game. They do. So this might be that blessing in disguise where it's like, look, this is gonna force them to actually take a couple years off. I think because. If they did that, they'll they'll see the change. I mean, it, it's one of those things of who was it? Uh, Assassin's Creed had to do it. Yeah, you got to stop sometimes. Like, yes, I I know y'all want to always get something fresh every year, but I mean, if you think about how much content they put in COD, why do you need one every year? Yeah, I you think don't you need one every console generation, but not every year. Mm-mm. Every two to three, if that, because all you're gonna do is update yeah. your maps anyway. That's it. 
Just I mean, extensions all the way throughout. I mean, that, yeah. that's what I would do. I would put one main game out, and then I just update maps yeah. and update weapons. And then by the time, like, while you're doing this and we got the team working on that, the main team is working on the next generation Call of yeah. Duty. So that way you're ready. Not to that team, typically they're ready at launch. Yeah. For them to, to get those games. Yeah, because, I mean, um, I think what happened with um, Assassin's Creed after Unity, mm-hmm. with that backlash hit, and they took that, what, what was it, a year and a half off? Yep. That is exactly what they needed. Mm-hmm. You would because... see a lot, a lot more games doing that if um, sometimes they have contract situations. So, like, when you look at sports, there's no reason for a sports game to come out every year. Mm-mm. But they have to. I mean, it's, it's within the contract. Well, they have to give an annual release. Yeah, I know. I think the the NFL one is like that. Like they have to have one every year, um, which to which to me, honestly, the I see back in the fifth and sixth gen that made sense, mm-hmm. but now you don't need to do that, especially since everybody trying to prove games as a service works. Right. Exactly. I mean, that's the perfect way to prove it. I think it's it's a, it's about how these companies pitch it to the NFL. Um, yeah. Because if if I go to the NFL and I show them, hey, look, yes, this is the type of numbers we get when we release annually over a span of five years. But this is what it would look like if we just continue to, let's say, update uh, sell them an expansion or update yeah. to get these new characters or whatever injected into the game. And I think with those subscriptions, you'll get a lot more money, and then you still gonna have people that have to come and buy the base game anyway. Yeah. Um, if they want to get into it, whenever, let's say, their favorite college player gets into the game. Or if they like whatever change is made, but as far as like a complete overhaul, unless we talk about engine changes, yeah, that that was my thing. Was I'm like, unless you have an engine change, that's the only time you should actually sell a copy, right? But that's the thing, like EA don't ever change the damn engine. No, they'll add a they'll add a what what was it the 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 hot stick or whatever. Not going hit stick. Yeah, the hit stick. Like that's not an engine change, man. (laughs) So. They talk to you about some blade of grass every now and again, but yeah, I don't know. Don't you see how beautiful the stadium is? I don't care about the stadium. The stadium could be filled with Cooper Paratroopers for all I care. (laughs) (laughs) I ain't looking at them. I can't see how. Look how real this player looks. He has a helmet on. Yeah, what are you talking about? (laughs) Like, don't care. Like, dude, I ain't trying to see that mug face. Put this down. Put that visor on so I can then play this game. They'll, they'll get it. I, well, nah, I can't even say that. I feel like EA will get together one of these days, but they, really they need like competition. They, 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 need, they need competition. I mean, we, we talked about it before we came on. They need Vicarious Visions back. But I mean, wasn't there... There was some other company that was coming in with a football game not too long ago. And I forget the name of the doggone football game. But there's, I think it's actually already out now, but it's so under the radar that you have to go out your way to get it and play it. Uh, I, I don't even know. I've been so out of the loop on sports games, man. Right. I, I kind of want the college to come back and, you know, we got to wait on that. What's up, Trinell? How you doing, man? All right, Andre, how's everything mm-hmm. going? Good so far. Okay, been, we uh, just been a wild week, but... <laughs> We uh we trying to give uh Shadow a few minutes um mm. before we get into the PC uh portion of the podcast this week. So 
Um, if he don't show up in the next four minutes, we're just gonna go on and jump onto that because that's probably gonna take up the majority of the podcast. But um, we were talking about how our good buddies at Activision, you know, the the pillars of the gaming community, um, their CEOs had to step down, <clears throat> fired, and um, <laughs> you know, that whole that, that, that's 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 what you call an agreed firing. Yeah, you agree <laughs> to fired. leave. And we won't make it look as bad as it is. Right. Yep. For you, at least. Yeah. The head of HR, we, they ain't no saving him. Nah. <laughs> they just ain't no saving well, him. Well, as more information has been coming out about that, it seems it's more the Blizzard side of things than anything. Really? Apparently, Activision was a little bit more clean. But not all the way clean. Not all the way, not. Yeah. So Obviously it, not all the way. I mean, it's still yeah. connected. But yeah, like, I mean, look, it's if if you're given an option, you could either have Activision fully take over, and 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 fix everything, or they could just let Blizzard stay the way it is and nothing gets done, and that's just going to tank their sales. So yeah, right. Personally, I'm hoping they do that so the stock price can come down so I can jump on it. <laughs> it came down a little bit, and then it shot back up. I mean, hey, look, we gonna look. Hey, look, I am all for helping everybody, but I'm also for helping myself. Okay. <laughs> I'm with you on that. Yeah. So if, if that stock price come down, I'm like, shoot, I'm making by like twenty this. shares. Uh-huh. <laughs> Straight up off the rip, off the rip, dude. I've been paying attention. I've been looking. I'm like, uh huh. I'm gonna check. I'm gonna check every week. I'm gonna make sure I check at least <laughs> twice a week every week. I'm like, uh huh. As soon as it come down enough. Soon as it comes, because usually what happens is when when these kind of things happen, that stock price fall enough because it's a time of uncertainty. I could just jump in, give me about ten to fifty shares, pull back once it jumps back up. Figure out when I can damn pull out. (laughs) Hey, (laughs) it is what it is. (laughs) We'll see how it goes. Yeah. As long as I can stay in, I'll probably stay in part by a couple years, let um, them Call of Duty numbers do the trick for me. And yeah. <laughs> then I just cash out. Right. Student loans paid off. And I think Activision used to have so much stuff that they put out. Yeah. Ugh. yeah I mean, I it's kind of... Like that at this point. Like everybody's dumbing down for the most part. Yeah, because I think it's kind of funny that uh, the whole... Uh, <laughs> like. I know we talked about like Capcom has a crap ton of games that they don't even we, we they don't even use. They don't I'm, even use. I'm still salty. There's no new Captain Commando. It's the literal yeah. name of your company, but there's no Captain Commando. And with the return of beat 'em ups and beat 'em ups coming back, you think they would be like, okay, let's do it. You could do beat. You could do a beat 'em up. Then you could do an adventure game. You could do a fighting yeah. game strictly for Captain Commando. You could mm-hmm. do it. You could do a Metroid game. There's so much you could do for Captain Commando. Yep. And too scared to do it. Um, EA is another. EA is another one. They have stuff that they haven't touched. Uh, Activision has a lot of stuff. Activision sold a lot of stuff. Got a lot of stuff. It's just yeah. I don't think Activision know what they got. To be honest, same situation Microsoft then. Yeah, I think I think they I think they they honestly think all they have is Call of Duty. <laughs> like, bro, no, y'all. 
about yeah, it. I have more than that. Um, Call of Duty and then whatever licenses they temporarily borrow to make a game off of. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I think that's funny. But, yeah, I'll, Capcom will always be the one that doesn't make sense to me because you're like, you have beautiful – you still have beautiful Joe. You won't touch it. You still have uh, – <laughs> You still have uh, Dino Crisis, and you won't got that. It. Yeah, you got that engine for Monster Hunter. And you won't do Dino Crisis. Come on, man. I'm like uh, this. One, I'm like, how are you gonna do Monster Hunter and the RE engine? But y'all ain't look at Dino Crisis or Onimusha. Yeah, Onimusha. Uh, what's the other one? <laughs> uh, Power Stone. Power Stone. I, I, I think it's Power Stone. Come back because honestly, for Monster Hunter, if there wasn't Nintendo, I don't think we would have got. Um, because I meant while Iceborne and uh, what's the name? World. World. Yeah, World. I mean, it did great because of the whole graphical powers behind it and how nice it looked and the no loading zones and all the great stuff that, you know, you weren't accustomed to when it came down. <laughs> but now, I think, regardless of how it looks, Rise is going to kill World if it comes out again. Especially if they do cross save and cross play. Yeah, that's what I'm curious about. Did they say anything about that as far as PC? Nope, not yet because it's not out yet. Um, uh, even though Stories is out on PC, yeah, Stories is out on PC. And right. like, um, yo, Capcom put out the first Stories again, bring it back out for the Switch and put it out on PC. Perfect, yeah. Make some more because uh make more money. Uh, uh story's been selling, story's been killing it. Oh yeah. And so, the, like you can't you don't have to give everything that y'all gave the Nintendo for people to have both games, but if you got both games, let there be something that the other crowds can get. Yeah, right. Like do it like you used to do during the 16 bit era. Okay, y'all got this well, you get this. Yeah, yeah. So nobody's gonna get mad at that. I don't think. <laughs> Everybody's gonna get stories eventually. Mm-hmm. And as far as like the main franchise, as far as I guess you can put world well, it's just Monster Hunter in general, but yeah. you're gonna have a sub name to it. Where it's like, okay, like we got hunters, rise, and then whatever the next one's gonna be called, and they'll just separate it that way. Because I was surprised with the sales on I really was, but I mean we started up on PC and then it went to PlayStation and then ended up on Nintendo as it went along. Um, that was pretty much on everything. Yeah. Yeah. Only the thing they missing with with Monster Hunter is a phone game. Uh, they do have a mobile game. They do. Yeah, they got one for. I know they got one for stories because uh, mm, there was a rumor. That. There was a rumor um, going around that they wanted to do some kind of collaboration as one of the updates with uh, stories too for uh, Switch. Right. So I, I yeah. yeah. So hey Miss K, how you doing? And yeah, Trinell, Breath of Fire. I don't understand why Breath of Fire hadn't come back. That that makes no sense. Breath of Fire, uh what's the what's the Look, other partner one? with Square Enix again? Yeah. <laughs> Breath of Fire, Breath of Fire, uh the other one was uh Chrono the, the Chrono Trigger stuff. I don't understand why that hadn't well, I kinda understand why that has it. Kind of like with Grandia as well. But I think if you try to I think if you if they, they could probably test the waters out to see, yeah. I mean, if but, they if if they did another Grandia game, but they kept the same fighting system as two, yeah, the same fighting system as two, and then overhauled everything else around it, 
They'd be good to go. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because that 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 the Grandia 2's combat system is still probably the best turn-based I have ever played. Yep. I will I will I, I will stand See, on that hill. What the the sneaky thing that they could do is uh do it like um what game am I thinking about? Gardening heroes where you had special inputs for moves. Yeah. So instead of doing a, a selection going through a menu which will slow you down, just give people special inputs to, to put them in. And as they gain skills, show them in a list. That could that could work. That could work. It'll make it so, faster pace. And on top of that, you don't have to keep stopping the action to get things going. Yeah, that's true. But <laughs> That, I mean, it was at its height at one point in time, and then it just kind of fell off somewhere. Yeah, I mean, now, honestly, for me, after playing Blue Dragon, because I didn't get a chance to play it when it first came out, but then when I played it after a while, it's crazy that it didn't really pick up for me until the end of the game. So I feel like if it was done right, Blue Dragon would have been awesome. Because I think what did they release it on the 3DS as well? Yeah, so, they did. Yeah. They did. They did that, and they did an anime for it. Because that series just it, it blew up in Japan, and then it just went away. It's like, I don't get it. <laughs> yeah. Because what Lost Odyssey was. Lost Odyssey was another one. Yeah. Blew up, and then it just went away. It's like hold on, Lost Lost Odyssey is the one that's on Xbox, right? Yeah, that was the one that was on Xbox. Xbox Three Six. And people, people are still wanting that game to come everywhere. I'm like, yeah, because it should. It's like, who you, who do you have? But Microsoft, that was a Microsoft <laughs> Game Studios game. Yeah, yeah. So that should have at least made it to PC at this point. But yeah, that's true. All right, Shadow, you are here. How are you doing today, sir? I am well, gentlemen. I am. Uh, yeah, just had a little bit of a late day, so I'm trying to get adjusted to things. But I've got a. Uh, assembly of stuff around here. Uh, haven't really been gaming much in the past week other than getting uh, owned repeatedly in Fire Emblem. Um, and and of, co- of course, I play the old school way, so that means home menu, exit game, restart. <laughs> so that's just the way that goes. Just ain't no joke, boy. Oh, yeah, man. That reset button got real soft when I played uh, uh, Path of Radiance on GameCube. So, yeah. He's like, I don't want none of my crew to die. Mm-mm, nobody died. I'm uh, restart all, all over again. My whole class yeah. would have been gone had I not had I done permadeath. Yeah. Perm- permadeath is a thing of champions and it is also a thing of pain. So yeah, just have to be used to that loop. Okay, so people, we are going to do our what I like to call our annual, even though it's kind of semi-annual because this is the first time we're doing it with this podcast. Uh, the PC our gaming rig uh, episode where we give out tips for your first gaming rig. Okay, I'm so, interjecting because we're Nintendo fanboys. We can't like PC at all. There's no way that we can do that. Ever. There's no way. I'm using a PC right now to talk to you guys running on Windows 11. I know I didn't mention that last podcast, maybe after the show. Switch to run this. Shouldn't it be like a Switch or something that you can use? To... See, see what I have to deal with, people? See what I have to deal with? <laughs> do you uh, See what I have to deal with, people? But <laughs> we should all be elitists together. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Well, so what I wanted to do was give people uh, our my t- our tips for one, if you want to build it from the ground up by yourself, and two, if you want to start with a gaming rig. My personal suggestion to anybody that's doing this starting off, especially if you're not in the IT world, 
Please just buy a rig. Please just buy a rig. Don't try to build this yourself. Please just buy a rig. But th- that being said, and I wanted to go and I want to go around to everybody because my personal frame of reference for a rig nowadays is make sure you budget this thing out. So I would say between, I would say to do this, make sure you have budgeted out at least between 500 and 1500 bucks mm-hmm. just have it budgeted out the reason why i say that is because now you have now you have where you want to work with <clears throat> you got some money where you want to work with now mm-hmm. so now you get to specs ah specs <laughs> where it all lives you're going to have some people who are going to tell you you need the top of the line specs to play all these no you don't no please mm-hmm. don't listen to them people if, if you hear somebody tells you you need the latest and greatest for everything, please don't, don't try to keep up with the Joneses. Yep. Yeah, yeah. You're going to be broke. And so I'm it's going to depend on the type year. of games you play, too. I think it's more of yeah. the other thing because you got other games like, you know, like Call of Duty and stuff like that that run on the old Doom engine back in the day. They're heavily CPU bound. So no matter h- how good of a graphics card you get, mm-hmm. you're going to be ha- hamstrung by your CPU being weak or not enough memory being fed to it. So you have to know what you're getting into. If you're playing nothing but those types of games that are that are severely CPU bound, then it doesn't matter what type of GPU you have. And inversely so, if there's a GPU bound game, it doesn't matter how strong of a CPU you have or how much RAM you throw at the CPU, the game is going to chug because you only have two gigs of RAM going to your GPU or some trash right. like that. So you just have to you just have to be aware of your situations and what you're trying to do. So I mean, if you're just playing indie games, does it yeah. really matter? Like if you're just playing indie Steam games, the Pretty much any any mid range uh, GPU should be fine for most of these games. I would yeah. say I would say it'd be actually overkill for some of them unless you're playing them in the higher resolutions in 1080p. Heck, at that point you'd be even fine with just some of the APUs or even some of the Intel CPUs yeah. with the in- integrated graphics. Yeah, APUs yeah. can play play a lot of these games. You'd mm-hmm. be surprised how well, especially with the with the newer generation of uh, um, APUs out there from from Intel and AMD, particularly AMD. Um, yeah, you can run a lot of a lot of stuff that you didn't think was possible. I mean, just look at Steam Deck. If it's able to play some of that stuff, I mean, it's effectively just a low-end tablet APU because they stripped so many uh, GPU cores from it. Um, it's effectively neutered, and it's just an APU with a with a whole bunch of, uh, I guess, what fifty percent faster memory than the Switch on it. Um, so, and people appear to be happy about that. They're they're um, pre-ordering it like crazy. So obviously, if you just have a a 1080p screen you can get a, a amd apu or whatever um, put a bunch of ram on it and you can play all the latest indie games on steam and yep. with, with no problems so and i you mentioned budget i one budget i think a lot of people don't pay attention to is your um your power budget um and, and i don't mean or how strong is your graphics card or how strong is your CPU? I mean, the actual wattage of what all these parts are going to draw. Um, because what will end up happening is you'll wonder why you have a black screen or you get subpar performance or your computer randomly reboots or you end up getting memory leaks or all your memory doesn't show up because there's not enough voltage going through all the parts in your computer. So you need you need to test the DC voltage uh, for each part. You should look at the manufacturers. Um, uh, recommended specifications as far as what the the DCN is going to be, what it's going to require from the motherboard, um, because your motherboard is going to convert everything from the AC power on your on your uh, on your on your power supply, which is 
should be the most crucial part of your your computer build as well. Um, so I have this guy right here. It's a it's a cooler master, and I'm, I'm helping helping my son build today. But just a little cooler master. We're we're going 850. Um, anything anything that I would do with that. Anything that I would do would probably be a thousand or higher because I tend to do um, enterprise applications on on my CPU and I want to clock it way higher and I want to throw a whole lot of RAM in there. Basically, it's going to be a Xeon type motherboard. It's going to require more power. So, um, but this guy, he's only doing gaming for the most part. So his his CPU load is going to be low and his GPU load is going to be high for the type of games he's going to play. So 850 is about good for what he's going to be using because the, the GPU he's going to be using is a beast. So um, you want to feed the GPU and have more than enough uh, DCN left over for all the other parts of, of his computer. And it's not just the CPU. It is not just the RAM. You're talking about you also have to power um, your hard drives and any other accessories that are going um, that are going to be going the motherboard itself. In addition to um, any other other components, like, say, your case and stuff like that, there's other little chips that connect to your motherboard for like LEDs and stuff like that that you need to be able to manage fans. Um, your cooling, your cooling system. If you have water cooling, all that stuff has to be powered too. So you got to make sure that you have enough of a enough of a power budget to make sure you have enough watts to power everything that's inside of your computer case, so you know exactly what's what's going to happen. You don't want to be short or even close to whatever your your power envelope is, because um, that'll call that'll cause issues. You don't want to short out your board because your board should your board and your power supply should be the most critical components of your computer. Right. And you don't want those to ever ever go down. You can replace a CPU, um, you can replace a GPU, but when it comes down to your motherboard, you're starting over from scratch. Yeah. So, so yeah, and then that's that's if you're going the route of I'm going to build this from scratch. Right. And at that point, if you if if at that point, you need to know what you're doing. If you do not know what you're doing, please do not do this. <laughs> yeah. I'm um, starting with this guy right here, uh, ROG Strix. We're uh, we're just building this together. He's going to do uh, – this is an AM4 motherboard, so it supports uh, rising third generation. Um, and we're going to do that because his focus is going to be more GPU than, uh, than CPU. So we're going to get one of the, uh, one of the lower – lower end uh amd cpus and, and throw that in this guy so we don't have to worry about um the power envelope being above a thousand watts it really shouldn't be above a thousand watts unless i'm trying to plug in a whole bunch of drives in here um or anything or anything other than that like uh say like uh capture cards and stuff like that require more mm -hmm. um more wattage but yeah he should be good to go um with that guy but this this is a the motherboard is probably the key because this is this is your computer effectively yeah, here so you got this right here. I mean, you can always replace, you know, your CPU that goes here. You can, are you, I'm sorry, wrong figure. I can't really tell here, but it's kind of hard to do this in reverse. But uh, as you see here, uh, what I'm kind of pointing at here, that's where that's your socket for your CPU. Um, that's what type of socket that AM, AMD's chipsets go for. And then you, over here, you see all your your dim slots here for your memory and all that. This is your computer for the most part. This is what's going to sit inside your case, and that's how your computer is going to function. Basically, you're wrapping the case around this guy. Mm -hmm. um, typically, what I have is a test bench that you just sit this on in open air, and then you test everything and stress test it out. Um, and then you start adding components one by one, see what works and what doesn't. Um, and then you just you just kind of go from there. I, uh, I typically build – I try to do BIOS updates before I add a CPU. Um, some, uh, uh, a lot of the newer motherboards support that, so you can just power it 
Um, it brings up your, your limited um, video memory screen. And the only thing you could do is, is update it from flash memory. So you stick a, you know, you stick a, um, a, uh, you stick a memory stick or whatever in there and it has the latest, the latest BIOS update on there. And you run that before you even install a CPU or anything like that. And some other boards are required to do that. Because some of the other boards are, are future forward with, um, with Ryzen 3, but they aren't on paper. So, and it might be an issue for detecting your CPU, which means it can't boot up in the windows for you to download the updates to support the CPU that you're putting in there. And the last thing you want to do is have to have an old CPU to boot into windows, to download drivers for your motherboard so you can add the new CPU. So right. a, a lot of motherboards are, are, are starting to let you uh, directly update them that way, which is kind of cool. But um, right. yeah, spoken like a Nintendo fanboy. Right. <laughs> I think I will say though, if you're because you know, they saying from scratch and of course is you know you got the original from scratch to where you buy the different compartments different parts and everything and you got it all at home and then you're piecing it all together but then you also have these other sites like your uh, cyber power pcs that literally will walk you through it step by step and even though they have the um the pre-builts there there are customized options so yeah. they'll even give you the dollar amounts of like hey if you dumb down to this case you don't if you go up then this is how much your price difference is going to have and they'll give you the power the wattage and everything that shadow's talking about to give you a better picture of what it is that you're purchasing so even if you're talking about piecing it together yourself you're not actually um you know piecing it yourself you're just kind of picking the parts and then letting cyber power do it for you and i think that that's what i ended up doing uh for my very first pc as far as gaming went and it, it helped me tremendously now granted i had to um figure out you know everything after the fact of you know what needs to be fixed here and there if yeah, i ran into any issues but that was a lot easier than me doing it all by myself up front with no help and even when it came down to like what parts i needed i didn't find another website until much later called uh, can you run it yeah and can you run it helped me tremendously because like Shadow says, look for the games that you specifically want to play. And then Can You Run It will tell you, okay, you need this, 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 and this. And you're straight. So that way you don't have to go and say, well, I need a 3080. I need a you know, 3060. And I need the biggest and best and 32 gigs of RAM. It can just simply be, I think, what I picked out for my uh, upgrade for the PC I have now, the games I want to play only require a 2070. And even with that 2070 and then me adding eight more gigs of RAM, so I'll be at 16, I'm good, even with VR gaming. So you don't, like like Jay said, you don't have to have the biggest and best. You don't have to keep it with the Joneses. But CyberPower helped me, and then also Can You Run It were, like, my two go-to. Um, outside of, uh, even if you want to find different parts, New Egg was another one for me as well. Yes. New um, Egg and Tiger Direct. Yeah, as well. There's New um, Egg, Tiger Direct, and... Um, micro center too yeah because yeah. especially the reason why i say those three is because especially around the holidays they have ridiculous sales sales that yeah. make no sense some of them be having crackhead prices i'm not gonna lie <laughs> but you'd be like uh is that supposed to be marked down that that low okay i'll take three of those so right. <laughs> don't even need them but i like it. so, so uh, micro center specifically uh has deals specifically for in-store I just yeah, got okay, 16 gigs around for uh, for half the price I would normally pay. Um, so, but it was specifically for that week. So you just have to monitor and see what's going on. 
I just happened to be looking. I didn't think they even really had it in the store because I was looking specifically for um, 4,400 megahertz um, for that type for that type of memory because I wanted to max out what what this CPU could do, the the Ryzen 5 that uh, I'm going to have him um, using in his in his PC. So I was like, well, let's let's run it the maximum frequency that this CPU supports. Um, so I was looking for those and they didn't really have that much of it. It's like 4,000 and below is what they kind of had for a DDR4. And I was like, oh, let me see what they have. And then I looked and I saw what they had there and it was on sale. And I was thinking maybe that price is a little bit high. And I started pricing around on Amazon and everywhere else and whatnot. And they wanted, you know, well over, well over $300 for this, for the 16 gigs. And then I look and I see in the store over there, they wanted 120. I'm like, oh, I'm going to the register now. <laughs> so, and, yeah, and the, and the normal price was 306 there in Micro Center. So I was like, yeah, let me go to this register and, and yeah. check this stuff out. So, um, got that situated, and then uh, so we'll we'll go ahead and and put put this together. Um, the case, do we? I mean, the case is really subjective, yeah, uh, but you do you want just, build quality to be good. Yeah. Well, the thing about the cases is it comes down to like what what you feeling, because now yeah, right. the, the cases now they they ridiculous for no reason and they all do the same thing. So <laughs> yeah, like that just comes down to your personal aesthetic. So that's just on you. Now, as far as I would say, uh, okay, so I got asked a question last week, and the the person that asked me they wanted to know. Um, because they, they were getting their first one, and that's what how this whole topic came about for this okay. week. It's because they're doing their first gaming laptop. They want to do streaming and all this other stuff. And um, I looked at it, and I'm like, it's not bad. But the one thing I noticed was it was cheap because of two things. One, the processor was was low. It was like an i5, not good. And it was a 500-gig hard drive, okay. not good. Mm-hmm. Um, people, <clears throat> if you... I'm go- just being honest. That's why I said you need to have you need to make your budget between five hundred and fifteen hundred bucks because if you're going to do streaming and especially like game capture and stuff like that, if you're going the Intel route, I would say you need an i7 and above because if you yes. try to get it done with an i5, it's not going to work. It's no. it's going to take forever in the day. Trust me, I'm speaking from experience. It's going to take forever in the day and halftime and stuff ain't even going to finish rendering. Um, you want to it's, it's and nowadays with the size of these games, just invest in an external hard drive. Yes, yeah. um, yeah. they are cheap. They, they are <laughs> yeah. cheaper now. You can get a you can get a four terabyte Western Digital for like a hundred. Right now, external hard drive. So because I mean, that's that's, that's what I'm using for my um, my game capture is a four terabyte, and <sighs> I I only paid like I think I paid one oh nine at the time. Cause they right now they got the uh, ten terabytes out, out in stores now. So you you want to invest in those in an external hard drive just because. Now as far as like uh, as far as you know gaming laptops are concerned, like I said, I would stick with something. Um, yeah. That's everything. The mm-hmm. the processor make it at mm-hmm. least something. In the hard drive. Very. I wouldn't say top of the line, but something that you would be able to that that would actually uh, not cause as many issues. That's why I say i seven or above. Uh, I usually go between eight gigs and twelve. I don't go the full sixteen. I don't know why you would need the full sixteen. 
Yeah, you will only need that for uh, other applications, or if yeah. you are streaming or something yeah. like that. And you really don't need the full sixteen for that. You yeah. you can get away with twelve because I got twelve in my um, laptop right now that I'm using to stream, and it's fine. So yeah. um, it's recommended, like if you're getting into VR, like the index kind of requires you to have sixteen. Yeah. yeah. So that's why I mentioned that I would need to jump up to sixteen because I, I plan on getting into <clears throat> VR PC gaming. Okay. Now I will say this also when you do the if you're doing desktop via or laptop, make sure you can actually expand your memory because some <laughs> some people they 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 get stuff where you can't really expand your memory out. So yep. you're kind of locked. Don't solder memory like old yeah, don't don't do that. Don't 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 do that. <laughs> yeah. Um make sure you can actually expand it. Because no. memory sticks really ain't that expensive. No, they're really not. Yeah. Contrary to popular belief, memory sticks ain't expensive. <laughs> I will say for 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 a PC build though, if you can, um, these guys are cheap. They can be had somewhere anywhere. Um, I would say for four terabyte and below, you can get a, a bunch of these uh, uh, giant five inch hard drives. And so the goal is just for you to store everything. It doesn't have to be super fast. This is only seven two hundred RPM. It's not the yeah. fastest thing in the world. It's not SAS or anything like that. No SAN, um, great enterprise yeah. storage or anything like that. And it's not super duper dependable. So it's not a um, it's not a WD red or a WD black. Right. But the goal is um, you can you can put all these in a in a um, raid uh, raid array um, to where they all stack up anyway. And so if anything happens to where their um, one drive fails, you can just take that drive yeah. out, put another one in, and they rebuild each other as one one giant local unit. And the goal is here, you have this guy right here, which is typically slow, and um, your boot drive and what you play games on, on a um, on an NVMe drive or an M.2 uh, NAND flash um, drive here. So this this one is one I have in my um, in my Mac Pro, and it's a little bit involved to get to get NVMe to um, boot on a on a Mac Pro that was originally created in 2009 before that was a thing. But it can it can be done, um, and, and the, before yeah, you, before you keep going, the the internal hard drives are not hard to to sit, and they're really not. It's no. really you see where it is. It's plug and play. It's just sit it in there, plug in the power cable, and you're good to go. So don't be afraid of that. All right, because <laughs> some some people get some people get afraid when we start opening the guts. We start talking about the guts. Yeah, yeah so, bring people out. You yeah, know, it's like oh well, I don't. Especially if you talk about like how if it's a pre-built and how they got the wires all set up, so it's like okay, they still got some extra SATA cables and everything yeah. else mm-hmm. still sitting in there. So it's like okay, well, which one goes to which? Like, yeah, it's. <laughs> so for pre-builts, I'm I'm telling my age here now because I think they just they their site just got shut down two years ago, uh, but PriceWatch.com was a place that I used to go to a lot because you. You would not just get pre-builds there. You can get bare bones. So if you're looking yeah, specifically yeah. for, I need this motherboard and this CPU, or I just need this motherboard in a case, go. They'll send you one in in a case, and then it's already it's already been hard it's already been hard tested for you and everything. So the thing you need to do is mix and match everything else to complete the rest of your build. So. So the focus on that is if they just do a bare bones build, they can focus on making that as cheaply as possible for you. So you just buy that and you maximize the most of your price on the most critical parts of your your uh, 
your your build and then you go to the store and, and buy stuff on sales as you see fit to, to build out the rest of your system so you get a motherboard cpu in the case you know for 270 bucks i mean you couldn't really beat that back in the back in the oh god i'm telling you late <laughs> 90s mid 2000s and maybe about five years ago you couldn't really beat that so right. um but nowadays it's it's going to be tiger direct or or uh, or micro center or whatnot they have their own cyber power or whatever kind of builds internally and cyber power you you can pretty much you can build whatever you want there too as well exactly. so yeah. it's it's just it's just all about how you want to do it but the, goal, the main goal is especially for gaming now uh you want your os to boot on the fastest ssd that you can get right. um you want your games install your games locally on that same drive. And then what this big, the big honking slow drive here is where all your additional data goes. So games that you download and you aren't ready to play yet, store them here. Videos you record, store them here. Anything that doesn't require instant access, store it here. Um, Windows and any other critical application should be on that that um, NVMe storage. So that that's, should be the balance and that should that should be how you, how you set things up. Um, I got some other stuff I can go through on the build here in a little bit. Whenever you, I, I'll wait till you till you get through the rest of the talk, and I'll, okay. I'll pull some of the rest of the stuff up. Oh, let's see. Talk laptop. Did we talk laptop yet? Laptop gaming yet? Really. Uh, it can be done. I I don't know how to feel about that because those things get super hot. Um, yeah, and I don't know how I don't know how good that is for the battery that's supposed to be there to support this thing. Um, because generally they don't last that long anyway, and all you're doing is overkilling it by keeping it plugged up and running all that power through it and all that heat. So <clears throat> I've never seen I've never seen a uh, a gaming laptop uh, survive as an actual laptop after a year or so. Um, gets to the point where the battery doesn't even really hold out that long. It, it becomes a device that always has to be plugged up, which makes it not a laptop anymore. Right. So that's that's kind of that's kind of been my experience. Uh, I've seen some really smart people being able to get them to last for a couple more years, but they really don't last that long. Yeah, I mean, I thought about getting into it a little bit, but it was yeah, it was it was insane. Whenever I actually had one set up, it, it would be super hot. The fan would be going crazy, so I, I just had to shut it down. Yeah, and so it, it, you can ignore it when it's a PC and it's a little bit away from your screen. Right. But if it's the thing that you're gaming on right in front of your face, like you kind of can't ignore that sound unless you got gigantic headphones on. Right. Like or, these. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Giant noise counseling. So. Yeah. So, okay. So that's our take on that. Um, so back to the PC. So jail cooling or water cooling? Go. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I've tried it. I've tried both. And the water cooling, even with me going through the research for it, I, it didn't, to me, it wasn't, I guess, efficient enough for me to go with water cooling. I've seen people have like some crazy setups, but at the same time, it was like, for me, I'm cool with gel. I, I'm, I'm fine. Um, but I mean, water cooling would be nice because even when I, I had to, you remember when I told you my computer was just super loud uh, not too long ago and I went to Best Buy because that was like the only place I could get anything from at the time. And they had like a water cooling uh, little thing I had for it. And when I went and I set everything up, that was real nice. And, you know, it, it came to be defaulted, but I had to take it back. But it was one of those things of when I got it, the pipes were super hot. 
And I guess there's some that you can replace and some that you can't replace or refill rather. But the one that I had, you couldn't refill. So I, I don't know how I feel about it. And I'm always cautious about stuff busting in there and yeah. messing up parts. So I just kind of stick with gel. But I'm pretty sure water cooling over time from what I've seen with different setups would work tremendously. Uh, but I just kind of stick to the tried and true. And is my bike still on? Because I, I got this thing super turned up. Uh, I, it's fine now. Okay, yeah, because I had to turn up the mic on the Yeti and also on here. Because usually it's fine. Like, I got the gain yeah. all the way down on my Blue Yeti, and then I got the automatic here on StreamYard. But then now I'm using this Mac Mini. Everything just seems to go to hell all of a sudden. So I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what's going on. No biggie. Also, um, just another little thing. Like, when you go to some of these <laughs> websites, like uh, Tiger Direct and Newegg, just know that uh, you're going to see a lot of prices. So just know what you're looking for, and don't let your ADHD – uh, get catch up with you. And that's the thing that I had to learn too, because I'm like, there's so many different brands. I'm yeah. like, who who yeah. is who? And you start looking at it, and it's like some people say you can get away with the brands you've never heard of, and then they'll say, okay, well, with this particular RAM or whatever, you need to go with MSI, and that's the main guy to go to. And but they'll be the ones that's the more expensive. Uh, but it's just all like we were saying before on what you're willing to cheapen out on first. Because yeah. it's like, okay, power supply, you can't, don't cheap out on that. When it no. came down to the motherboard, don't cheap out on that. But when it comes down to RAM, depending on the speed, I think for me, I didn't get a, you know, a super fast, you know, stick, stick of RAM when I got mine. But now I'm upgrading because I kind of regret it. <laughs> but it's like one of those things that, you know, there's certain things you just have to pick and choose what you cheap out on. So for memory, uh, really easily, you can end up spending a lot of money that you don't need to spend. Um, I only only spent what I spent because it was I couldn't pass up that deal. It was just ridiculous. Yeah. But any other time, what I would be looking for is probably off-brand like Micron or Patriot or whatever type memory that fits the right. spec. So you got to match it spec for spec. The cause latency, uh, the CL timing, and the voltage of the name brand memory that you're trying to trying to compete with. And then go from there and you'll find plenty of stuff there's plenty of stuff on on amazon or you can find used memory and lots on on uh on ebay for plenty especially when you're talking about um doing a, doing a xeon build or anything like that because that server memory is really expensive so you can get server pool memory for a fraction of the price that it originally cost we're talking about seven thousand dollars worth of memory for 90 bucks you can't Okay. You know, that kind of stuff, just know what you're looking for and make sure the specs match specifically and then find that specific um, that specific model number for that for that stick of memory. and You should be good to go. Um, so, again, voltage, um, the cost latency, that's your that's your CL um, and your your specific your specific time is your megahertz. You want to make sure that all that matches. So as long as, as long as you have that, you should be good to go because your motherboard is just gonna is just gonna support it the same way. So some of the higher end or the brand stuff will have uh, they'll put like little baby heat sinks on the memory. Yeah. Um, I kind of don't really think that matters because if you have a good motherboard, you're not gonna worry about uh, um, overdraw of heat in those memory modules because they'll be able to control each socket and right. the voltage going to each socket. So it's like, hey, there's only supposed to be this was supposed to be no more than four volts on this one socket. Why are there seven here? You know that kind of stuff. Um, it shouldn't even be. It shouldn't even be an issue if you if you paid a decent price for your 
for your motherboard. So um, I would always defer to go as cheap as you can on, on the RAM as long as the specs match and um, go as cheap as you can on your bulk storage um, inside of your PC because you're just really just throwing stuff on there and it doesn't matter how fast or how reliable it is if you're going to raid it all. Um, but for your SSD, where your OS is going to live, you don't want to you don't want to cheap out on that. So yep. you want it to be reliable. You want those cells to last long. You don't want to have the the fastest SSD in the world and it only lasts for seven hundred writes. That would be dumb. So now I have a question because this is something I recently did. I just got um, uh, what was it Evo nine seventy for mm-hmm. my for my computer. But when I went to follow the instructions on how to partition to have my OS on there. My C drive is just little to nothing at this point because of how they have me partition it. So even if I wanted to put anything on there, and as we know, the C drive in itself is where everything regulates itself to. I'm out of memory at this point, and it's not even the full terabyte that I purchased because of how they got it partitioned. But I don't. So now I have to figure out how to have the OS, and then like you said, put my games on there. But they wanted me to split it up but it didn't split up in the right way to where i have the partition for my os and then the rest is for the, my computer along with the other three hard drives i have in there okay so how was it partitioned did windows partition it or it came that way from no, the windows, windows partition okay so i'm going to say something windows is done with partition uh <laughs> so i can back that yeah so the <laughs> What they do is they're trying to they assume that nobody ha- has the, the max amount of memory for page swaps um, okay. for virtual memory and nobody has the amount of actual RAM to support the OS. So okay. what they're doing is they're staging a whole bunch of reserve space on your drive in the event of a failure, in the event of uh, you need to re- uh, reboot into a recovery partition for Windows, which isn't actually necessary. Um, you can have an ISO on hand for that. Um, and in any event that you're while you're running Windows, you end up running out of memory in some application. And what it ended up doing is it was sacrificed um, that application to keep the Windows OS or in, in this case, um, Explorer.exe to continue running. Um, and what it'll do is it'll start filling up pages on your hard drive um, in lieu of RAM since you don't have any more RAM left. And it'll try to do that. But you don't need that kind of a partition for something like that if you have enough RAM. So you can kind of kill that. Um, the the I, I hate saying this because if you already have Windows already, it's already installed. You don't want to screw that up because you probably already installed everything. You, you like things the way that you have it. Right. Um, and you don't want to start over. But unfortunately, the best way to do this is to boot from an external drive with a, with a correct Windows ISO and just format everything again go into command prompt and and format the drive and i uh, you know dispart clean the drive wipe everything off create a brand new partition name it label it the way that you want and then go back into windows setup again and then windows setup will ignore trying to do its magical incantation to to properly format it because you've already you've already uh, formatted it mounted it and named it active so it can just go and say, hey, look, oh, there's an active partition here. We're going to install Windows here, and it'll just go. Um, and then you don't have all that choppiness of all these different chunks of, of data that aren't needed just to install Windows. Like, it was it was ridiculous, but I'm not new to it because, I mean, when I had to go get a uh, brand-new CPU, um, 
it was one of those things of trying to get the gel and everything clicked on there and putting the cooler on top of it it pretty much reset everything anyway um so i have my actual windows on a usb stick so that way i can just plug it in there you know and and download it and get everything going but i was curious because i'm like i have this one terabyte ssd but then it's getting eaten up now granted i was able to go into config and have everything go to an external hard drive whenever okay. i download so that way now everything is going to the c is going to my e drive at this point um but I got to do a clean sweep anyway, because that used to be my main PC, but now it's going to be strictly just gaming, and my Mac Mini is now my main computer that I use for everything else now. Go Mac. (laughs) (laughs) I'm ready to choke the hell out of it with some stuff here and there, but... I got a 2012 Mac Mini right over here that's been lasting me for ages, and a 2009 Mac Pro. Man, I'm telling you, these are wonderful devices, but... I'm one that I'm fighting with, because now everything's compatible with silicon right now, so... Yeah. Yes, yeah, it's, it's. I mean, OS wars are not like. I mean, you build a computer the way that you want, and you configure it the way that you want, so you can do the job that you want. Right. Um, but I, um, specifically for Windows, it can be a problem depending on what your Linux installation is too, to where they'll start they'll start clogging up drives. But it depends on what kind of stuff you have installed, and whether you do anything like rsync or anything like that, where you're moving. You're doing a lot of mass copies or, or whatever kind of stuff you're trying to do. Typically in an enterprise environment, you'll see that a lot. Um, dummy files, if you will, kind of filling up pages. Um, but yeah, as long as you can reconfigure that, and and what I mean by by this part is a command is a command that that's an old DOS command actually. And of course, Windows never got rid of any of that. So um, you can run all that stuff in the background. Um, you can run it from boot. Or, I mean, you can run it from a, a boot disk or boot ISO or whatever and pull up command prompt. Um, and you can run it from X is what they will call it as the as the boot drive. Or you can do it within Windows itself. Obviously, you don't want to do that on a live partition while you're running Windows. Um, but contrary to popular belief, you can convert, you can convert a partition. Um, I don't know if you guys, have we talked about security at all here? Not yet. Um, so you can convert a partition from, uh, from regular BIOS um to gpt which is the 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 new way of going forward for partitions so you can use secure boot and stuff like that um so basically if you have a uefi bios chances are you want to have a gpt partition as well because they both sync together for using secure boot so when you try to boot into a device that's not recognized by you it wants that key. And if it doesn't get that key, then it's not going to load the OS or whatever the USB has on it. That's foreign. Um, or whatever drive in there has a has boot partition on it. That's foreign. If it doesn't have the specific string that um, that started secure boot, it won't load. So that's that's the idea. And that's the hint of why. And that's why Windows 11 is so heavy about it. They want you to have TPM 2.0 and all this other kind of foolishness on here. You got people out here buying brand new motherboards just to go support this OS. And you can kind of get around it. Um, as a matter of fact, the, the the computer I'm using right now doesn't have TPM 2.0 on it. Um, I just converted it to a GPT partition live while I'm like how I'm using the computer right now. I, I converted the partition and then I was able to um, kind of modify the uh, the um, the Windows 11 preview ISO uh, with the Windows 10 ISO. And then I was able to boot it. Um, yeah. But, you know, you now on uh, new egg, they'll say Windows 11 supported yeah supported it yeah. that's a that's a contractual thing and basically they're they're just giving their support saying hey 
Um, we don't want anybody suing us if what for whatever reason you you get owned or some some craziness like that and you have unsupported hardware. So right. yeah, yeah, it's, I have a it's question for everybody. So I did this after the fact because it seemed like it was cheaper. Would y'all recommend anybody to do onboard Bluetooth and Wi-Fi or just get dongles? Onboard when you can is my personal thought on that situation. If yeah. it's not going to drive the cost up too much, yeah, I'd say do onboard because yeah. it just makes yeah. more sense. Because I got the because I got a Bluetooth receiver for like ten bucks, and then the Wi-Fi I got was like thirty. But then when I was trying to build my PC, they were trying to have it on board for like fifty or sixty bucks a piece for each one. Yeah, so I'm like, nah, I just buy, I'll buy it from Amazon separately. I, I can't do that. What What I will say to those, um, especially if it's a PCI device. Uh, the best thing to do is look for um, a lot of old Dell parts because a lot of old Dell parts, um, they have a lot of enterprise laptops and stuff like that that have Bluetooth, Wi-Fi and, uh, and NFC, believe it or not, built in, built into the same chip. And it's a PCI device. So you can take that card, um, running it running in stitch extension cable to your your pci slot it usually only requires four pins so it's not even going to cover the majority of the of the slot um and so, some of them actually just have a regular antenna coming out of your coming out of your motherboard itself mm -hmm. to go to go to the card and then you just connect that mount it somewhere at the top of your case and you're good right. so um i i specifically say look for the, the laptop ones because if your motherboard has just those little those little cable pins, just a red and a black pin. You can plug those in, and then you don't even have to connect it to your motherboard anyway. You don't have to waste a slot. You can just plug plug those up, and now you've got a, um, a wireless radio that works with your system. So it's okay. it, it, it's ways around it. Yeah. Oh, and because um, we're coming up past an hour, so I, I just want to make sure I let everybody know we still are in kind of like a chip shortage, so don't be surprised if you can't find something that you need on that note, <laughs> yeah, don't, don't be, yeah, just don't be surprised if you can't find something that, that you need. That's why I wanted to make sure that like that there are pre-bills that you can find um, that will let you, you know, make upgrades and stuff like that as you see fit. Because, yes, we are still technically inside of a chip shortage. So there's going to be some things that you may want to get that you're not going to be able to find right now. I know. Um, that, that that most of us in the IT world we've been knowing about this since January. So, you know, it's just one of those situations that happened. The the most optimistic analysts believe we'll probably be good before the end of the year. I don't know, but that's just me right now. Um, so, this guy, um, is. Going for a pretty penny right now. Um, you have to uh, really be dedicated to find one of these online um, at the right time and be able to get to the store at the right time to be able to uh, to purchase it. Um, but this is this will be an interesting uh, setup to show to show to uh, my oldest so he can see exactly how this goes. Um, but this is a, a 6700 XT. Um, for you see the yeah the branding there, and it's uh that is going to be his his daily driver, and that's the majority of the reason why the 850 was necessary because this guy is honking. It's uh I'm trying to see what the 
what the wattage was on it, but I'm pretty sure it's well over um, well over 200 watts. So we'll see how that goes. But that was kind of finding those is going to be the biggest thing. And once the prices do go down, um, comparing them, because that's supposed to be, I believe, a $500 card. And it's currently going anywhere between $800 to $1,100 um, online right now. Uh, maybe more, depending on where you look. Yeah. Um, but that's part of the um, um, that's probably the biggest chore right now. So if you see a bunch of people <laughs> on your on your Twitter feed or YouTube feed that keep reviewing all these PC parts, like yeah, they're either being sponsored or they're extremely lucky. Um, yeah. But then we've got people that that do the shoe trade and all that too. So people that find stuff that easily and they're they're reselling them and they're doing the same stuff on YouTube, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they come up on this stuff. But yeah just walking into a store and seeing one at retail price that's not happening no time soon and if you do it's somewhere where nobody knows what's going on like in the middle of america somewhere on an army base and nobody really knows what that is px for the win yeah it's <laughs> for the win like, so me, you gotta go hunt even though Fine. i want to upgrade because I, I have to upgrade my gpu my cpu my ram right the ram is fine but the crazy part about it is i just need to upgrade my gpu my cpu it would still be cheaper for me to get a pre-built. That's mm-hmm. the crazy part about it, because the GPU that I need is eight hundred dollars right now. It, which which one is that? Is uh, it Radeon or? It's the um, the thirty sixty, I believe. Okay, thirty sixty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so, gonna be up there. I'm just like, Ugh. but the one thing I do, I have one advantage. Uh, a friend of mine works at Best Buy, and he gets crazy discounts on stuff like that. So. I'm able to at least get, I think, 30 to 40 percent off, so I can at least get that and be a little bit cheaper. Yeah. So just just keep that in mind, people. Um, I would say uh, sites to just look out for, like we said, New Egg, Tiger Direct, Micro Center. Just keep those on rotation if if you're looking for stuff, because once stuff starts um, leveling out, you'll see prices start to come down. Um, always look. My rule of thumb is always look around the holiday. We got mm-hmm. Labor Day coming up. I promise you, you're gonna see some crackhead prices on some stuff. I'm <laughs> yeah. telling you, you're gonna think so. You're gonna think you you really gonna think like, okay, they gotta be lying. They ain't nobody selling this this low. Yes, they it, are. It's gonna be quick too. Yeah. As soon as you yeah. see it, it's gonna yeah. be gone. And you're gonna only have the weekend to get it. So right. I'm just I'm just letting you know now. Um, if you are looking for parts, always look around. The, some of the best times to look around is around the holidays, especially right. those weekends, because they will do a, a lightning, a weekend lightning deal yep. out of nowhere. And you only yep. got 24 hours. Sometimes especially, you only got 12. Especially at Amazon specifically. Yeah, they do. Yeah. They'll have their little brands that they want to pimp for for that for that time and then those prices will be ridiculous and i'm like okay yeah, yeah that's this is dumb y'all had to have a deal to give this stuff away this, yeah. this cheaply now this yeah. one thing we didn't go over though that gwen just brought up and i think is very very important this drives so now nobody does that anymore but <laughs> here's the one key thing though because she she mentioned the blue like the external drives mm-hmm. blu-ray is going to be a pain in the ass for you to play Blu-ray on the PC. I've, yeah. Because there's so many workarounds and so many extra things yeah. you have to do, different programs can do it, some can't do it. Because I, I use VLC. But no matter what you do, you have to find a workout workaround if you want this to be a gaming slash media device. Digital. 
That's just I, yeah. your best bet at this point. I think the I think the best way to play Blu-rays though, if you're gonna play them on PC, um, is just to, to download the Xbox app for it. Um, yeah. If you if you go into the Windows Store, um, the Xbox app I believe for PC is still up, so you can play it's, it's Blu-rays. It, yeah, you play Blu-rays up, through yeah. that one, so you can. That's one way around it because if not, you're looking for all these all these uh, hodgepodge ways of doing it, and some drivers don't work with certain software, and um, you could read but not write if you have a a, a, a Blu-ray writer. So mm-hmm. it's just one of those things you have to have to worry about here. And I'm okay. trying not to spike the mic too much, but I'm over here playing with labels, so bear with me. Well, the other thing too is especially if you go nowadays. Um, the physical media stuff you have to order that and they're going to charge you more um you come out better in all honesty you come out better if you just buy an external like an external blu-ray drive but because yeah. if you try to buy a pre-build and you're like okay i want you to have an optical drive in it they're gonna be like okay we'll put an optical drive in it 500 extra dollars yeah yeah and which is crazy because that disk drive is probably 12 dollars yeah Right. Or you could just go to, to Target, Staples, or Best Buy and get one for 20 Yeah. An external drive for 20 I have an external uh, CD uh, writer, um, DVD, DVD, CD writer for 25 yep. it's, yeah. it's cheaper if you just buy it external. I don't know why they do that, but it's the same thing. If you go try to put a floppy, if you try to get like a floppy drive in a computer now they're going to charge you ridiculous <laughs> they, they will do that and so because they don't nobody want to deal with it they'll just right. be like just get a flash drive right yeah so, exactly. apple never supported uh blu-ray writers so right. i always had a, a collection of uh, of external um blu-ray drives mm-hmm. um but like you said software is going to be hit or miss even on a mac is hit or miss um there's some internal software there but it's not designed for writing blu-rays mm-hmm. um there was there was the old the old final cut and dvd uh dvd studio combo but that was like for um it was it was uh the iLife suite and it was like iLife 09 or something like right. so we're talking 2009 uh, Mac OS, we're, we're talking about here as far as supporting um, Blu-ray, Blu-ray writing. So it's going to depend. Your mileage will vary based on what you're trying to do. Um, Blu-ray reading obviously will be a lot easier than Blu-ray writing because depending on what type of uh, what type of disk drive you have, what type of media you buy as well is also important because uh, a lot of media is incompatible with different drives. Still to this day, I don't know why that's still a thing, but it's still makes a thing. Makes no sense. No uh, sense ma- whatsoever. Makes no sense at all. <laughs> Um, but you could buy a Sony branded uh, Blu-ray drive, and there's all kinds of Blu-ray discs that do not work with that drive. Mm-hmm. You got to <laughs> no, get there. No idea. <laughs> and well, I, I, well, I know why. I, I know why. And Shadow, you know why too. But <laughs> when it's just, it is what it is at this point. Yeah. They they Contra- want you to buy contracts theirs. Contracts will cut. Yep. Yeah, contracts will cut, and they want you to buy theirs. So this was the the RAM I was talking about that was that was kind of on sale. Uh, Sixteen gigs of the of the G skill, um, and it's a uh, it's not bad. It's just what you want to focus on is what's on the back. So you want to match uh, forty four hundred megahertz. You want to match the cast latency of eighteen, um, specifically eighteen dot twenty four dot twenty four dot twenty four, which is all the all the matchings for all the latency across every chip. And then uh, 1.5 volts across the whole board. So 1.5 volts in each slot, which is not really that much. I, like ECC memory is 
uses way more voltage than that, um, almost twice the amount of voltage. So in most of these boards, you, you're not going to go over on on your wattage on on a um, on RAM alone. So I really don't know why they put the giant heat sinks on the giant fins on. Like I don't, and this RGV on here. Like I don't need all that, but whatever. It, it'll look cool for him. He can control it on, you know, in, in the case and all that too. I mean, I you'll just have some skittles in your computer. That's all. Yeah, I posted that earlier, but I, I splurged on the case. It's uh, it is. This is a big boy, but uh, this is a giant. Ugh. Leanne Lee, clear see-through glass kind of scenario. And it's got uh it's LEDs on the front and the back and on the inside. So okay. just to, yeah, so it lights up up here. You got all your all your ports on top and whatnot, and it's LED on top as well. So you can make it whatever color you want and let it shine and all that kind of stuff. So we got two of them. Uh his parts come first, and I'm Daddy Woe, so mine come last. So uh, I'll get the Intel stuff later, and he's got his AMD stuff now. But, uh, but I will say this: I do, I do appreciate having the um, the USB stuff on on the top because it just makes like yeah. a whole lot yeah. easier trying that, to fiddle down below that little slight power yeah. button on top. You just press yeah. real quick, and yeah. it lights up. Yeah. Or that reset button. That's the one I love. The yeah. Power so right there. Sandstorm says he has it too. That thing is heavy, man. I was struggling holding that. That was about a good, a good 30, 40 pounds there. Yeah, that's yeah. empty. It's it's empty. Empty. <laughs> I know a lot of people go the cheaper route with AMD. So I mean, is is it just a preference thing, or is it kind of like okay, if you want the better situation Intel for your for your motherboard or your case? Just your setup in general, because I know a lot of times we I just think it's a like, preference. Yeah, I honestly it's, think it's a preference because it's, it, it's it's a preference in what you're trying to do. So like, yeah. I'm going to be doing a lot of like virtual machines and testing and stuff like that. Yeah. Okay. So I want to go Intel because the reliability on those CPUs is what's most paramount to me. Also, I can go one generation back on the on the AMD side and I don't have to spend a lot of money and I get 20 virtual cores. I get a I get a 10 core CPU with, with 20 threads and then guess what that means? I can have up to 20 virtual machines if I want on that machine and then I can play around and do whatever. They can ho hold all kind of little functions what have you throughout the house. So, that's kind of what I want to you know what I want to test and, and go through or whatever, and obviously it'll do gaming. So you know, just in and, and I guess on that side, you can do Intel and do AMD or or um, Nvidia graphics cards. It really doesn't doesn't really matter on their boards because it's just PCI, so it right. doesn't matter what kind of GPU you have. Whereas the the AMD chipsets, you can use an Nvidia GPU on them, um, but your mileage will vary, and they're specifically tailored towards. Um, AMD stuff AMD, all the way yeah. through, so mm -hmm. um, you probably get better performance out of having um, an AMD GPU, like I showed you, an AMD CPU. So right, yeah, just, that's just I went the AMD route because it was cheaper at the time. Yeah, because the Intel was just ridiculous, regardless of what I what I picked up. But AMD um, was the cheaper route. One other important thing I kind of want to I want to point out, and I I think a lot of people don't focus on this, um, especially if you're new, you don't know the environment you're in and all that kind of stuff. Um, be careful and around your your work environment. Um, if you're putting everything in the case and it's your first time setting everything up, make sure you um, you're static protected um, because the last thing you want to do is is buy another motherboard because you killed everything. Um, that that would suck because then you got to unscrew everything and take everything loose. Um, that would not be a, a lot of fun at all. Um, and, and that's assuming you can afford everything to be replaced. Um, so. 
I don't really, I don't do the whole anti-static wrist straps and all that. It just makes sure you ground yourself before you start touching stuff. Um, whether you use an anti-static wrist strap or you you touch something metal for a long enough time to make sure there's no charge and you touch something else metal and, and you don't see any sparks jump or you don't feel any sparks jump, you're right. good to go. Especially when you're doing something like installing a CPU. You don't want to, you don't want to deal with that. Um, in replacing the CPU and a couple of these Macs here, uh, it kind of became an issue because touching the case is all aluminum. I saw like a couple of sparks when I was able to touch the side of the case and I'm like, oh, let me step back for a minute, figure out why I'm um, drawing up all this static and readjust and, and start over. I guess that's probably why it's a good thing that their cases are all aluminum because you right. kind of know from there, you go, boom, whoa, that's a charge. Let me, yeah, let me not destroy my board. Um, but yeah, I would say you pick your, you pick, you pick your um, your motherboard based on what type of CPU you want to use, not necessarily GPU, um, okay. and what type of what type of memory you want to use as well. Me on 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 my side of the house, more than likely, I'm going to pick something that's more server grade. So okay. pretty much every board that I pick is going to be able to, even if I don't start off with a Xeon, is going to eventually be able to support a Xeon. There's a bunch of uh, of Intel chips that uh, can use the same socket as a Xeon. So okay. you just take you just take those uh, the old 1155 um, the LGA 1155s. There's Xeon um, 1155s that also go on those same sockets, and you just stick those in there, crank them up, see how high they go, and now you've got a server grade device, and you just put in ECC memory instead of regular non ECC memory, and guess what? You got a server now. So it's just you know just whatever whatever you plan on doing, and it's it's much easier that way for me. I I know um, AMD has server grade hardware but then you're paying for uh, an epic cpu or dual epic cpus and those are prohibitively more expensive even the older epic cpus are more expensive than the older um xeons even like xeon platinum from a couple of years ago they're they can be had they're still probably like a grand or two but they can be had um and you get a lot of performance for what was originally like a sixty-five thousand dollar part so gotcha. It just just depends on what you want to do, but for gaming, just just gaming specifically, yeah, it's it's whatever you want to pick. It doesn't really matter. Like you can get the lowest end i seven or the lowest end um, um, Ryzen Ryzen or Zen three five or what have you, and they should work just fine. I would only suggest getting an i three if the games you're playing are GPU bound and not CPU bound. You're, you're eventually going to come across a game that's CPU bound and that I3 will be crying. And no matter how <laughs> much watch you throw at it and try to overclock it, it it's not going to get deal. you. It ain't going to get it. It's, it's going like, to burn out. Like trying to blow a bubble with a nail later. It's not going <laughs> not gonna to happen. That's why I just tell people don't even, don't even, don't, don't do it. Just don't do it. it. It ain't worth it. At the end of the day, it really ain't worth it because you're going right. to have to change it out anyway. So at the end of the day, it's not even worth it. But uh i will say this we're probably gonna have to do a part two to this at some point maybe probably around ces because that's the time of the year where people make the biggest mistake on, on god's green earth and that's like oh this new thing came out i'm gonna get it it's ten thousand dollars no i'm not i'm still gonna get it why <laughs> so um we're probably gonna have to do do uh, a part two to this probably around that point in time um but i hope everybody had a good time tonight um we just wanted to give some pointers out just because we and we usually try to do these like once a year once or twice a year just because the um from a 
from a hardware standpoint, stuff gets upgraded in the IT world every eight to ten months. So, yeah, you looking at them 3090s, you thinking them things are sweet, don't you? (laughs) (laughs) Wait, just wait a couple more months. I think people need to see how long that card is too. Like yeah. it takes it's up super long. Like the yeah. average case is not long it's enough gonna, for it to yeah. fit in there. You have to, yeah. So and, and there's a lot of things that go, you know, hand in hand. And I just wanted people to make sure that look, you may if you want to get into a gaming rig, you may have to buy a pre-build right now. You're probably not gonna be able to do it. Uh you're probably not gonna be able to do it from scratch because of the simple fact that uh one, we're still in the chip shortage, and two, I'm pretty sure you probably didn't budget properly for this because everything's went up nah. <laughs> so yeah Plus, and, the pre, right and the pre-builds now, went up accordingly because they yeah. know the gpu prices are high yeah and that's probably still your best option though and on top yeah. of that pre-built means you ain't got all the stresses of trying to figure out if all the parts right. compatible yep. yeah 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 that's about it Just yeah but don't so, let them screw you because they have Upgrades there, then mm-hmm. that's all that's probably a whole nother, topic. Well, yeah. It's a whole nother, it's a whole nother three there's, hours of review. There's but, channels dedicated to that to yeah. tell you how to around that, but yeah, I, w- I would go, I would go the pre build route, especially if it's my if, if it's your first, if your first foray into PC gaming, just figure out what time what type of game you are because a lot of gamers haven't figured out what type of gamer they are, right? They really haven't. Like me, I'm more action adventure RPG because I like stories. Right. Yes, I play Smash and Mario Kart because I love blue shelling people. But <laughs> I, I'm more on the action adventure RPG side of gaming. So, like, right. if I were to do it, I would have to have something that could at least run Tales. Yeah, because that that's just what I would have have to have. But find out what kind of game you are, and then move accordingly um, in that route. Um, and it, and don't be afraid to ask somebody a question. There are a lot of people that that will that will there are a lot of people that, that's cool cats in the IT that will help you if you don't know. We know you don't know. Hell, hell, half the stuff I don't know. There's so, a PC <laughs> community too. So like yeah. if you're gaming and you're having an issue with a certain game, you can look out the Reddit for that particular game. There are mm-hmm. people that have written entire drivers for graphics cards for that particular yeah. game. So I would say reach out for those individual communities for the game that you're trying to run to. Yeah, you'll find all kind of useful resources. Yeah, they definitely will. Yeah, you'll be able to find some stuff that, that can help you out. So that being said, we'll probably be on our regularly scheduled foolishness next week. So, um, uh, Jack, I know you had some stuff dropped this week. You want to tell everybody about it? Uh, get out yeah, um, had a video drop about the PSVR 2, the info that leaked out about that. Just kind of giving my insights in regards to uh, what I think about it because, you know, I am invested in VR. Um, and then also, too, now that we've done this show, I'm going to start talking about uh, a game I'm playing now, Dodgeball Academia. I came out on Game Pass and then also it's available on PC and everything else. But it's a awesome game, a dodgeball game that's got RPG elements and it's uh, very Pokemon-like. And uh, if you take a look at some of the footage, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about from the setups, the fights, and everything else. But I've been having a blast with it. And uh, it's definitely, I think it's on sale right now on Steam if you get into PC, since we're talking about PC. Um, it's on sale right now for $22. Um, and then, of course, if you got Game Pass, you get a sale as well. So something to look into. But, yeah, definitely go check out the channel. And I appreciate y'all for getting me to 70 subscribers because, uh, hell, I was just at 40-something last month. So I, I appreciate everybody in the comments and then you guys as well because y'all sent them my way so i definitely appreciate it 
Hey, y'all sub to this dude. Yeah, everybody yeah. that subscribed to me, that subscribed to Jay, that su yeah. subscribed to Andre. Man, y'all sub. Yeah, for real. Appreciate Quit it. playing. Yep. Yeah. All right, Andre. <laughs> Andre, well, what you got? I, I mean, I don't have a whole lot this week, but there, there, were, there were a few things that I dropped, like the the one discussion about whether or not people, whether or not Nintendo has lost touch with the audience, or the audience has lost touch with Nintendo. Oh yeah. Like but since we're also since we're also on the subject of PC gaming, I do plan on doing a discussion and going over different sites that you can use to get game bundles and stuff for cheap so that you're not blowing your wallet on everything and people wonder how you can get these huge Steam libraries. I'll show you how it's done. I'll show you exactly how it's done. And honestly, if you were a sneaky person, you could probably be flipping some steam accounts if you really wanted to but we'll just go i'll leave it at that that's a plan <laughs> all right all right shadow uh so i somebody mentioned uh uh is overclocking a cpu ever worth it and i i'll just i'll just divert back to the same question of what type of games are you playing if you're playing a game that is cpu bound um, more likely than not, at least overclocking 10% will give you some type of gain. At some point, overclocking a lot, no matter what type of cooling you have, even if you have your entire computer dipped in oil, um, it's <laughs> not going to get you better performance because the game is just broken and uh, that part of that part of the, the engine just is never going to match the frame rate that you want. Right. Um, so, yes, it can, um, but it depends on how the game was written. Um, if it's GPU bound, overclocking the CPU won't do anything for you. At that point, you probably want to overclock the GPU. And in that case, then you probably want to just wall mount your PC so you can just have all your all your water cooling of all your elements, including your GPU display, because that's what is going to require for your GPU to be overclocked. Um, I, I would never try to do that with just the fan being there. You're asking for um, a brand new computer at that point. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, other than that, yeah, I don't, I don't really have anything. Everything that I promised from a week ago is still pending, and I'll put that out whenever I do because that's what I do on my channel. Go figure. Um, and I'll, I'll do a shadowcast somewhere whenever I feel like it, and hopefully invite you guys so we can get this going. But shadowcast been pending, so y'all stand by, prepare the drums. It'll come. And then uh, it's probably gonna be about Steam Deck. Probably for uh, it's probably gonna be a long conversation about Steam Deck. So y'all stand by, and then uh, I'll have other videos around. I still got other stuff working for idiots on Twitter and and other stuff that I see around gaming media and press. So um, yeah, just be prepared. All right, all right. So um, for me, um, I did put post a live stream from uh, Streets of Rage on uh, on my Xbox yesterday. Um, check out the gaming channel for that. I do have a review coming up of uh, Roroni Kitchen, the beginning out on Netflix. Um, mm. the, the final came out last month. I did a review where I stumbled all through that. I'm not going to do that this time, but <laughs> I do have a review um, on that coming out. And I have a let's talk for Metroid Dread going over um, ancient yeah. Egyptian Chozos that they released oh, yeah. on their um, Dread file. Um, video too. I like yeah, coming out uh, this week as well. So I'll try to um, get a, a more um, streamlined uh, live stream schedule going. It's probably going to be on Saturdays and Sundays just be or just because my schedule is kind of crazy right now. So um, 
just be on the lookout for that. And I'll let you guys know via Twitter and uh, Discord. So, Real quick, uh, hey, are you reviewing Suicide Squad? Yeah, I'm going to review it. I'm going to review it. I got to watch it again. I, I got to oh, watch it again because I was like, I like what that. the heck did I just see? It's but, a yeah. sound too? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Um, that movie was crazy. I not want to like it. I didn't want to like it because none of the original cast was there. I did not Bro, want to like it. And then I, I have. Like, I like this. <laughs> okay. All I'm going to say is this. I had a list of people I knew James Gunn was going to kill, and half of them were right. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was surprised by one though because in the comic book he lasted longer. So I was like, okay, that was kind of interesting. But um, yeah, that was that was an interesting take on how they how they flipped that. But yeah. other than that, like I thought everything, even the quote unquote obscure characters, I'm like, mm, some of these guys are not that obscure. Yeah, if you right. like, yeah. yeah, if you're if you're if you're known for taking down Superman, you're not obscure. Yeah, a lot and a lot of these characters. I think the reason why they say they're obscure is because a lot of people don't know a lot of these characters outside of New Fifty Two, the New Fifty Two reboot from twenty eleven. So that's just one of those situations. But yeah, I plan on reviewing that one. I just I just want to watch it again because um, I was laughing too hard. (laughs) That was good stuff. I did not expect to like this movie. Yeah. So and I'm just like, yeah. okay, so yeah, I definitely be checking that out. Yeah, so that that that'll be next week too. So um, okay. just be on the lookout. Uh, next week I should have probably like three or four vids dropping next week. Two of them being reviewed. So just okay. just know that. But other than that, thank you guys for watching. Thank everybody for commenting. We really appreciate it. We'll see you guys next Sunday, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Peace out. Peace. Peace. Do you play games and have fun at 25?